Hello, and welcome to Dancing with Disease, a podcast for and about people who move and sway around life with chronic illness. My name is Jerry Ogalde, and I'm the host of this podcast. Like most of you, I spend way too much time on Facebook and Instagram, looking at people's lives, trying to curate mine to look more interesting than it really is, and you know, whatever else we do on there. Today I was laughing at myself because I went on a famous, I guess, woman who has Wagner's disease and saw one of her recipes, and then I was on a third site, and I'm like, how did I get here? Sound familiar? Well, I try to make my time on there a little bit productive as well. So I do spend a lot of time on the Facebook groups of the different diseases well, I do have one disease, but has different manifestations, so I join in the conversation whenever I can. One of the big things that I see is the questions that people ask in terms of how we got sick. I call it the magic bullet. Everyone is trying to figure out what was the thing, the one moment, the clue that will help them figure out how to undo whatever it is happened so that we can go back to living a normal life. It's a game I don't play. I did early on, and I'll get to that in a second, but I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that play day game where you've got the bucket full of water and you've got to transfer water from one bucket to the empty bucket using a tablespoon. And, you know, there you are on a beautiful late spring, early summer day with all the other kids in school running around like mad, trying to be the one who wins. And what ends up happening is that you just end up dropping all the water on your shoe. Nobody ends up filling their bucket and I mean the teachers have to try their hardest just to see who actually got some water in there so it's kind of like that taking the stab at this big question and all these directions and no one really knows and somebody comes in with yes but I did this however I also did that and so which one is it it's impossible to find out but it's obviously worth it because wouldn't it be great to figure it out early on in diagnosis land I was all about that Worse, I was about self-blame. And I think, well, no, never mind. I actually know that's why I won't do this today because I don't ever want to go back to self-blame land. In the beginning, I had a million reasons why I got sick. Maybe I hurt someone or I wronged someone. And obviously it was karma. Except it didn't really make sense to me because I know lots of other people who've done crappy things. So, you know, why was I so special that I got stuck with this disease? So I was like, no, it has to be something else. There were just way too many possibilities, and I feel the same way today. I can do a million things right, and then something goes wrong, and, you know, is it my fault? Is the universe? Is the timing? Is it somebody else's bad luck, you know, who's getting passed on to me? Who knows? The questions I see on there today range from antibiotic use as a child, or lack of a vitamin, or too much of a vitamin, infections, viruses, diet. I swear, one more person comes on here and tells me that one diet is going to cure Wagner's disease. Trust me, I'm a believer. I know diet, obviously, has a massive impact on our health. But to say you can cure a disease with diet is a stretch. And a lot of people go down a dangerous road trying. So I'm going to keep that out of the conversation for right now. A lot of these questions are very specific. But then again, they're all kind of random. Because we all live all over the world. We're all different ages. We're all different ethnic backgrounds. So could one thing that happened to maybe six or seven or 800 of us not be affected because of the weather or because of the economy or because of stress? I don't know either. So I don't play the game. 
And I think that's what's helped me stay well. I don't know, ignorance is bliss maybe? No, not really. I'm choosing to stay out of the what-ifs because I find what-ifs to be dangerous. I find that they make me feel like I'm more in control than I really can be. I mean, we, we all know that things happen on a regular basis that we have no control over. I think disease can be that random. Obviously, there are factors. Right now, I'm in a fantastic stretch, but yesterday morning, literally, I had one of the worst scares I've had since August. I remember that one in August because we had just come back to Machu Picchu. Sorry, we come back to Cusco from Machu Picchu. And I guess the altitude up and down, all of that, really played on my airway. So the mucus production was going overtime, and I don't know. It got really bad really fast. And my girlfriend who was traveling with me, we had talked about it before leaving. I said, listen, if it ever gets really bad, you are 100% in charge of calling 911 or screaming in the streets because you need to be somewhere where you feel safe taking care of me. But for the most part, I've got it. She was great. She heard me get up in the middle of the night and I made my way down to the kitchen and I mean, it was freezing in the middle of summer, but a little apartment didn't have any heating uh, for the winter down there. And boy, was I in a bad place for a long time. She came down around 15 minutes later, because again, you can hear me, I was moving around the kitchen and just kind of trying all the different methods. It was hot water, putting my face over steam, hot water up my nose, saline up my nose, and of course, my trusty nebulizer. By the time she came down to ask, I was, you know, it was progressing to a good place where I was gonna be clear of this blockage, and she just looks up. I looked up at her and she's just like, yeah? And I said, yeah, I'm okay. Well, yesterday morning was like that, except my whole family was completely asleep. And I normally, something's going on these days and I think it's just, well, it's the being indoors all the time and the heaters and, you know, dust and air that doesn't move. So I got up and I was like, yep, I'm gonna have to clear my airway. Except as usual, it just moved too fast to a point where it got lodged. It's like, great. I ran to grab medication. I look in the cabinet and my syringe isn't there. I'm like, now what? I double panicked because I thought I've left my syringe inside the travel case, inside the car, which is like at the back, back of the house. Like I'm in trouble. Quick thinking reminded me that I had actually taken it out to do an errand. And I was like, no, it's in here. Relax. I understand when these airway choking things are happening, I can look all kinds of calm. The insides of my head are screaming. I'm screaming at myself to stay calm. I'm screaming at myself to relax. I'm screaming at myself, reminding myself that I'm in control and I can do this. All the while not waking up my family. And my husband always gets mad at me. He's like, why didn't you wake me up? I said, listen, man, I've got a choice. I either get the nebulizer on or I call you. So I'm going to go for the nebulizer. I'd like to believe that if I collapsed, he would hear me. Maybe I should make a plan for that. Anyway. Long story short, obviously I cleared it because here I am. But yesterday was a day that just really rocked my brain. As soon as I cleared it, I continued along with the morning plans, but I was in a bad mood. And my plan when I get blocked, which is like that, is normally to just go with things, let, let life continue because I was, I have gone through bouts of depression and anxiety because of this. So I was like, nope, you're clear, you're good, you're safe, keep moving. And so I did, except I didn't. The mood, I couldn't shake it. I yelled at my boys. I ended up having to apologize to them because I was just so brutal. 
and they look at me with a beautiful face. They're like, mommy, it's okay. I'm like, nope, it's not okay. I know better. This has nothing to do with you guys. I'm sorry. I was just really scared and I'm sorry. And they're just awesome and amazing. And we ended up having a good morning regardless. But coming home, I said, you know what? No, I need to feel this. So I did. I let myself go through the motions of just relaxing and allowing my body to relax and allowing the sadness to come out and the fear to come out just so that I wouldn't stay in this err kind of mood all day. That's why when people ask me, you know, how do you do it and what do you do? I'm like, I just keep going forward and I keep focusing on where I am and what I have right now. So that's why I don't go back the rabbit hole of how did I get sick? Because I did that already. I did that in 2009 when I got really sick. I did it about two or three years ago when the anxiety started. I'm not going there again. I'm very happy to occasionally answer questions for people because I see some questions that come up and I'm like, yeah, that applies to me. But for the most part, by the time I'm going to answer for the second or third time, I'm like, no, not going to play the game because just too random. And so that's kind of my blanket apology to everyone who's still in the fight of trying to figure it out. I've accepted. I've accepted where I am because I have to. Because I've it's been so hard for so long that seeing this clearing right now, I have to hold on to it and go with it. And, and that's where, and I know is going to keep me strong and healthy. I was on the other side. And I think when you're in those moments of absolute fears, when you are looking for most answers, but thankfully, as I always say, because I got so sick so fast, I had no other choice but to just heal. I pushed everything away and just did a lot of meditation and listening to healing music and, you know, just lots of baths and really gentle treatments for myself just to make sure that I was supporting my body every way that I knew. So that's why today I accept where I am and I continue along with my medical visits and I see my naturopath and do everything I can to support my body. But I'm not going back there. I'm not going back to why I got sick. I actually have a clue of why I did, and I'll cover that in another episode. As always, I wish you incredible healing. Know that we are all capable of healing ourselves. It takes a lot of work, but it also takes a lot of trust. Trust that voice inside you that says that you can heal and that you're strong. And day by day, week by week, month by month, you'll find yourself heading towards a healthy path that reminds you of the old you. Thank you for listening.